theaters everywhere, actor Matthew McConaughey. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your engine! This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think so. I mean, I think there's obviously a good energy around. But I think, you know, I think you're always going into the opener and you're going to be positive. And if things didn't go quite right, you're going to say why it didn't. I got... I'm not minimizing. Like I said last week or whenever we talked last, you don't. you would much rather be feeling like this than... You know, trying to oh, we could or should have. So I think there's a good a good vibe with our guys, a confidence. You know, the maturity of some of our players that have year one to two, year two to three, whatever that is. So I think we're in like so we're in a great spot. But we, until we go out and play, we won't know. <laughs> yeah, I think the Steelers are in a great spot. I think they're in a great position to put a lamb basting on the San Fran boys. You know, Max, we are what. Uh, 24, 48 hours from kickoff, thereabouts. But, you know, I, my math is always suspect. So. I'm going to go with 51 hours. Okay, 51 me. hours. That works. Okay, buddy. I'm looking at this, and I'm like, I'm excited. I am so fired up. I am looking forward to this. I don't think you could have drawn up a better preseason training camp sort of situation than what's right here right now. And I know, listen. Five for five in possessions and touchdowns doesn't mean anything in the preseason. But if you go 0 for 5, then that, of course, wouldn't mean anything either, right? No, you'd, it, it would be a bummer, right? Uh, you, yeah. know, you, you got some hope, and that's what I think Matt was putting out there, saying, hey, we got some hope. We got some good momentum coming in this game. What say you? Well, no, absolutely. And, you know, and also there's an expectation to a degree because of what the Steelers did in the preseason because of what Kenny Picky, Kenny, I'm sorry, Kenny Pickett. <laughs> Picky. Kenny Pickett. Yeah. <laughs> Kenny Pickett, um, maestroed from the quarterback position. So yeah, there's absolutely a kind of expectation, a precedent, so to speak, and a standard that right. he, that he has set for himself and for this offense. So I think we have every right to, believe and figure into that hey we expect something different to happen <laughs> we we expect this team to be different than last year's team this team should come out and should be super effective because they were already when given the pop quizzes so if you get a hundred percent on all your pop quizzes guess what when you take the final exam or a big test you should do well on the test. Uh, That's just I, how it works. Well, I might have had a few issues with that myself personally, but but that... did you get hundred percent on the pop quizzes though? Well, no, that's, no. That's what I flunked that, some of those I... quizzes. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So that, that's the case. See, if you flunk some of the quizzes, we won't have a high expectation. But there if you, you pass go. all of them with flying colors, then yes, there is a higher expectation that's attached to that. <laughs> how how were you, student wise, at at, at at Florida? Huh? I mean, I mean, I do have my degree, and I oh, do. Man. Oh, yeah, shots no. fired! Pew shots. pew. I'm just, pew, I mean, pew. <laughs> Max. Pew 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 pew. Max. There's three of us on this show. Two of us have that, uh, you know, expensive Cheap sheet skin. of paper. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that is true. Right now, that is true. 
there's a wonderful mother sitting in up north in in Rushford, New York, sitting there going, and my boy promised me he was going to get his degree. <laughs> and he I just promised really, he'd give me a piece of, a piece of paper. <laughs> this is really just bad. Okay, here. moving right yeah. along. Sorry. Hey, hey, but, but guess what? One out of the three is the only one that's in their school's Hall of Fame. Yeah, who's that? Oh, that's Ronnie. No, you're oh. not in the Broadcasting Hall of Fame? Oh, no. Well, there they, they put, they, they put a, a, thing, a little picture thing, you know. The it's, modest it's not wolf, the Hall modest of Fame. Oh, the modesty. No, but it's you're just. The you're not in the Broadcasting Hall of Fame? Uh, no, you're no, I'm not. Not Hall of Fame. Fame. Just, sure. you know, just like the Hall wall. Of Honor. Hall of really good? Yeah, that, maybe, yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe the wall of doing something. <laughs> the wall of doing something. Hey. More than I can say at my university. I mean, <laughs> well, I do. I lo- I lo- even though my university did get ranked number one public university in the United States. Really? Not to toot my own horn there. <laughs> <laughs> By Wall Street Journal, that's right. A gator oh, education's a great education. Oh, my goodness. You know, I, I can't argue. I can't argue. I mean, I am the poorest representative of Syracuse University that you could have. You know, no. Where's Rob King I when can, you need yeah. him? Where's Kinger? Yeah, exactly. Jeepers. Don't worry. There's plenty of other options, Wolf. <laughs> yeah. You're not the bottom of the totem pole. <laughs> but you, you're not far from it either. <laughs> Your feet are off the ground. That's all that matters, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, welcome to the next chapter of, of Here We you Go. have a good ribbing in the morning yes. in the locker room. You can't just say hello to your teammate in the locker room. No, no. of course not. You, you must got... give him crap. Yes. You got to have a little bit of the you back You were all and forth. serious. You 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 read the Pittsburgh Post Gazette. You were in your you were in your locker room. You'd steamed probably. Yep. You know, when you got into the facility and you're like, "I am ready to talk facts." Yes. Uh-uh. Nope. We, we 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 had we had to get we had to get a little little jokes aside, a little you know, frivolity. And, and yep. Yeah, a little frivolity, and then also talk about last night's events as well before we get into earnest work. No question. How surprising about it. was that last night, bud? Boy, I'm telling you what, Detroit Lions. Dan Campbell has got something going on. You know, I look yeah, at that. They do. I, if if there was ever a team that came out and started to manifest what their coach looked like, <laughs> that. That was a yeah. game. I mean, I, that was really something. I, I did not expect that at all. And when uh, Pat Mahomes got intercepted there and uh, somebody took it in, that was I, – I went, whoa, man, oh, well, man. That was the rookie, Brian Branch. That's who it was. Yes, yes. Who was, who was my second option if we didn't get Joey Porter Jr.? I was like, let's go get that Branch kid. <laughs> and he and looked boom, pretty good. shows up week one. <laughs> oh, man, did he show up and look good in week one. That was that was really amazing. I mean, you see how – what was the receiver's name that, that tipped the ball? Um, was it Kadarius Tony? Tony, yes, Tony. That guy had like that, – that tip ball, then he had like two other drops – I oh, mean that God. guy. That I mean, poor he, kid had a, talk had a about tough night. Single-handedly being the kryptonite for your own team. Oh, I know. Boy. I know that Woo! he's got to be miserable right now in Kansas City. Oh, he 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 is sweating in that film room session right now. Oh, I, 
Hey, hey, he had he has the hoodie pulled up and and he ha- and he pulled the ties all the way down so you can't even see his face. You, all you see is nose and lips. Isn't That's that, about it. Max, Max, <laughs> think about those moments which I hate to think about, but when Ooh. when you know it's going to be bad when you walk in that mm. film room. You know it. Mm. Uh you've been there, I've been there. Yes. And you know uh, as we always used to say, you know, manure runs downhill from the head coach to the the coordinators, then to the position coaches, and then finally, it's it's a steamer by the time it hits us. <laughs> oh yeah, no, it, it is it is full on runny at that point. I mean, <laughs> because I, I you know, and, and that's and man, I mean, you can't sink low enough in a chair. No, when no. when you had a bad game, no. and it's uh, it's like you want to just melt away, right? You know, it's just like just like no please just let this get over with and then by the time your butt is chewed you can't sit in said chair anymore anyways because it got chewed off oh yeah so so you can't even sit so you are literally sliding out of chair but it's like it's like nope 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 we got to get this in and then when you're on the head coach's reel oh now this is the news like what mike Mike Tomlin news. you don't want to be in the news all right explain what the news is so the news is simply Coach Tomlin reporting, you know, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Yep. And it's definitely not as much good as you think it would be, even even on wind days. Um, it's more is more bad and ugly. <laughs> and he gets all the bad plays in there on the news. And he says, I don't make the news, I just report it. <laughs> so it's you know that it is what it is. Oh, that, that's almost maniacal. <laughs> I yeah, don't make exactly. the news; I just report it. Yeah, yeah, and, and it, I mean, and it, and it's every angle of a bad play. I mean, oh, oh. my god, I can't tell you the times when, especially when I know I've given up a sack. Oh yeah, you know, and especially when it comes off of like a nickel blitz, because because <laughs> I was I was I was darned. It was going to happen once a year, like for for whatever reason I was. I was going to miss the nickel blitz. It's no fail. It's in your it DNA. Like what are you going to do? Yeah, exactly. It was like clockwork. There, there was one nickel blitz I'm always going to miss because I'm a lock in on the defensive end. And there's going to be a situation where somebody drops and and I'm the one that's supposed to get out there. I'm supposed to figure it out. So, so yeah. So, I get my one a year. BA, BA, because, you know, BA every time. I come to the sidelines, like have it once a year. So he's like, is, is that it, Max? Is that it? Is that the one? Is that the one? I'm like, yes, that's the one, B.A. We're good. No more nickel blitzes. Another nickel blitz will not get by me. And so, and then, you know, and then I don't. But it's just something like I have to, I, one of them has to happen. Because it wouldn't be normal if it didn't happen, right? That, yes. That's how frequent it was. So... It was a, I get my one a year, but man, every time when I hear it, all right, here's Starkey. And I was like, oh, and, and, and there was like multiple, it was all three angles of the same play too, Wolf. Oh, man. I, you know, I've dreaded, I've been in a situation playing Oakland Raiders out in, well, actually the LA Raiders at that time, ran a two trap, um, ended up friendly fire and touch. Right, I mean, I poleaxed him right in the keister. It was a full-on 290, maybe 300-pound at that point uh, ballistic enema. 
I mean, you I, gave I, the, I you gave him the Bahama breeze. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> just just crushed him. Well, he went down in a pile. He, you know, I it was it was a mix up on the trap. But what are you gonna do? You know, I things happen. So anyhow, I jump up and I run to the huddle, and and everyone's looking, going, "We're down a man." And I'm like, "Gee, I wonder who that is." <laughs> like I, I, like I don't know. Who you know? could that be? <laughs> So Tunch comes dragging his leg into the huddle goods, and he's 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 having trouble breathing because I poleaxed him in the left cheek. Uh, you know, I'm gored him, just gored him, right? Comes in, he goes, somebody hit me from behind. I go, did you get the number? And he goes, no. I thought, oh, okay, I'm in the clear. <laughs> so uh-huh. so then we go, and of course there's films, and you forget about it, and there's films. <laughs> Oh, he 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 was he was not very kind to me. He saw what that that Turkish heat turned up. <laughs> oh, he was honked. He was honked. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. That day, really? no, I I could imagine. I mean, listen. For as nice as Tunch was, obviously in his. In in his retired years, by the time I met him, <laughs> you you could see the fire. Oh I mean, yeah, because because every once in a while, you know, the switch would turn on, yep. it would flicker, and you'd be like, oh, <laughs> there okay. it is. <laughs> That's what it takes to beat Reggie White. <laughs> there it is. He may only, I saw that. <laughs> he only may be a buck ninety-five now, but in his mind, he's as big as you, Max. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no question. No question. I mean, full-on beard. You know, he's got oh. the rally beard, oh, and, yeah. and he's about he's a, he's about two to a two seventy when he played. Did he get? Yeah, he got he got to, he got up around there. Man, yeah, not I, even that high, actually. But actually, what two sixty-five? Yeah, somewhere. Yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah. I can't remember because I because I have I have Tunch's uh, playing card and, and I remember looking at the height and weight and I was like wow okay yeah that, that's, that's a tackle <laughs> I was like I was like I'm not I'm not gonna make it I was like but then but then I saw Jonathan Ogden I'm okay I I'm can okay. do this yes. <laughs> it's all a as long as I land in between both of these guys I mean I should be all right right <laughs> you're good you're good yeah. there's no doubt about it. Oh, but Chalucci, yeah, that was so funny. Look, I'm excited because this game, as you as we see it coming about, one of the things that I just love is now we have also, and I, I have to say this, I, you know, Nick Bosa is coming to town. Now what you've got is T.J. Watt and Nick Bosa as the two apex predators about to have at it at Accra Sure. Now, they're not going against each other, but you know as well as I do, when you were out on the field, Max, you wanted to be the best tackle on the field. You wanted to be better than that guy across on the other team, right? Same thing here. This is T.J. Watt wants to outshine Bosa. Bosa wants to outshine T.J. Watt. Everybody, of course, they all want the win. But there's those personal battles that you bring to the game that's kind of buried deep within you. Oh, no. There's there's axes to grind. Always. Yeah. And when you're in the highly competitive gladiatorial sport that is American football. Right. You sound like Ronnie I'm now. better than you. I want to be better than you in all aspects. And that means not only on my side of the ball, beating up the guy on your side of the ball, but my offensive line is better than your offensive line. Man for man, even if I don't believe it. I that's what I that's what I'm telling myself. Right, correct. My running backs are better than your running backs. Well, we we, we got to make those stats make them true. 
my quarterback's better than your quarterbacks. Got to make, got to protect him to make sure that is true. And you start going down the line, measuring up. But, you know, when it comes to, hey, you know that guy on the other side of the ball or the other team, his guy's really good. Oh, is he really? Okay. Not today. Not today. I'm about to outshine that guy. And I'm going to do my job. So better than he's going to do his. And I think that's the natural thing. So I'm hoping that 97 gets under 90 skin in that perspective. Yeah, absolutely. And drives him to say, say, defensive player of the year. Puny defensive player of the year. Kind of like Hulk from Avengers. When, oh, I love when that. Yeah. Up, when he beats up Loki. Yes. Um, yeah, exactly. I, I was like, my defensive player of the year is better than yours. Because I had more sacks when I won mine. So it means more. And you know what? I'm going to have more this year, and I'm going to beat you out again. So I'm hoping that that is the kind of motivation internally, selfishly. Selfishly. Because obviously it's still a team game. Like, you need the entire team to do their part, not just one guy. But it's okay to highlight a guy that you want to see kick the crap out of the other guy across from you. Sorry, Colton. Um, <laughs> I apologize ahead of time. You know, you can have 16 other great games, just not 17 great games. There you go. Now think about this. This is how tightly intertwined these teams are with their premier pass rushers. Over the last 17 games with T.J. Watt, the Steelers are 12-5. and five. Without T.J. Watt, they're 1-10. Conversely, when you take a look at Nick Bosa, without Bosa in the lineup, the 49ers are 5-10. and 10, And with Bosa in the lineup, they're 34-14. and 14. Now, also, in average sacks per game, I, it, it doesn't sound big, but you know how percentages are. Watt has a .89 sacks per game uh, uh, average, which is highest in NFL history, and Bosa – has a .84 sacks per game, which is fourth best, right behind the Minister of Defense, Reggie White. This is too, too ginormous. This is, this is the T-Rex and whatever it was at the, the uh, 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 Dominus Raptor or whatever. This, this, and this is going to be a great matchup of highly skilled pass rushers, highly skilled defensive ends coming up here as a subplot to the overall game, which is going to be a tremendous game. No, it is. And you know, and there's a lot of great side stories. And and I want to make sure we get to all of them on yes. Friday. But no, the the, the night the, Bosa Watt the last two defensive players of the year going mano a mano in this game for our viewing pleasure is definitely one of the top billing uh storylines. But there's a whole bunch of good ones as well coming up. I, I can't wait to get into them. Absolutely. And you know what? I think we're going to throw open the phone lines because what we want to do is make this a phone-in Friday. Let people tell us what how they see this game breaking down too, Max. So we're going to go 412-919-1316. If you Say, it one, opinion, more Say it one more time. Say it one more time. Say it one more time. 412. I got to do it like touch. 412-919-1316. Okay, no, no, no. <laughs> Slow down, Chalucci. <laughs> 412. <laughs> nice and sensual, yeah. Wolf. Take your time with it. Nine Accentuate the numbers. Yes. 1316. <laughs> there you go. All right. There we gonna, go. We'll be back with more. Max and I are going to keep breaking it down. Jump in. Get your opinion. Let's hear what you got going for this Sunday. Kickoff at 1 o'clock. Look out, baby. It's going to be a good one.
is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. All right, Wolf. Um, we've talked about the big matchups, right? We've talked about all of the things that we think can happen. But what happens when you call your shot ahead of time? Uh-oh. When you say, you know what? I'm going to make this play because you know what? They're going to give it to me because they do this and they have a tell. Have you ever done that? Have you ever gone on the media and talked about the defensive lineman that you're going to go against? Like, hey, he has a tell and I'm going to take advantage of it. I never. I'm going to pancake him. <laughs> I never did. I will tell you, I've played guys. There's a tell. There is. Not always a tell, but there is often a tell. And I remember Michael Dean Perry used to parallel his feet when he was going inside, and when he was blowing up the B gap, he'd he'd be in a, a track sprinter stance. Um, and nobody, for a while, nobody seemed to notice it, you know. And then you could tell after about a year or two, uh, somebody told him, <laughs> and uh, he started to change up. But for the first couple of times that I played against him, and he was just a great player, uh, there was a tell there. Well, yeah. I mean, and, and like I said, you know, with Dwight Freeney, um, you knew by which foot he, was, he, he had back was determined which step he was going to perform his legendary spin move on. Right. Oh, yeah. You know, and so, so yeah, every great player has a tell. They have a rhythm about them that they must be in line with. Um, you know, so regardless if it's a defensive lineman on a pass rush, whether it's a linebacker, whether he's going to green dog or, or blitz, um, defensive backs have tells depending on the cushions that they give you determine some of their tendencies offensively, right? An offensive lineman. You know, one of the things that was funny that nobody ever mentioned it, but Marvell Smith had a tell. When he was our left tackle. Oh, yeah? What was that? Yeah. So, Veli, because of his unconventional uh, stance that he had. Yes. Veli would move his hands. Yes. His fingers. He, he, he'd he wiggle his fingers pre-snap, and then right before about to snap, he'd stop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's bad. Yeah. You know, it's, it's right there in front of his face. But you know, most guys were so scared of Marvell, I don't think they paid attention to that. But I noticed it. Yeah. You know, and Did you so, tell him? Yeah, we, okay. yeah, we talked about it. Okay. So, but but back then, Marvell was just like, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, exactly. And then and then he started doing like the closed fist thing, and then yeah, it was it, yeah, yeah. I but, remember that now that you mention yeah. it, I, I I totally so, didn't. I never yeah. put it together with stopping right before the snap count, though. Yeah, yeah, because he's about he's about to push off and get into his his uh, his, his movement. So you know, so I mean, so everybody has a tell, uh, you know. And unless you're a World Series of Poker guy that wears glasses and headphones at the table, like, I mean, you know. <laughs> well, wait a minute now. You could have a false tell like Daniel Craig in Casino Royale, right? The guy that he's playing against. Do you remember that? The guy had the, the like, uh, weeping eye the or something? Eye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the weeping laser eye. Yeah, exactly. Every car. Yeah, yeah, and he used, <laughs> exactly. he used that to, 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 to uh, frustrate uh, James Bond and some, uh, yeah. what, uh, what do you call it, poker or something? 
Yeah, yeah. I, um, I, I think that, was theirs was Baccarat. Was it Baccarat? I can't remember. I don't know that. That one there, that's somewhere in a crushed synapse on a on a yeah, trap. Yeah, and, and Austin Powers, it was definitely playing Twenty One. Um, <laughs> they were playing some blackjack on Austin Powers. Uh, but but you know, I, I think one of the things you know that you look at, it's it's okay to admit you have it, but normally you don't tell the player in advance that they that they have this teller. This offense has this type of tell, um, and. And not not necessarily, you know, and this is related to Patrick Peterson. Uh, right. If, if oh, yeah. To get back to earlier. where we're going. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is Patrick Peterson. Uh, he was talking about it on his All Things Covered podcast. Now, now, also, you know, Pat did also talk about just how quarterback friendly um, the Niners offense is and how it's a good fit for Brock Purdy. If we mm-hmm. have that sound. Do we have that sound, Wes? He is putting it together right now. He's about ready to fire it up. It's a very friendly quarterback system. You know, I believe they do a great job of getting the ball, getting the football in their playmakers' hands in short grass, and those guys just do the rest after that. You know, not saying that he can't throw the ball down the field or make those big throws. It's just something we just haven't seen on tape. You know, so it just looked like he's comfortable with what Kyle calls. And, you know, and there's been a lot of screens, a lot of misdirection plays, a lot of uh, drag and over routes, you know. So, and the receivers, the uh, the, the, the play, uh, the, uh, the pass catchers, once they get the ball in their hands, those are guys was making the hay after, you know. So, we just have to tackling is going to be the most important, one of the most important things in this ball game for, for sure because they have the number one running back, number two tight end, number one receiver at catch uh, at uh, yards after the catch. So, tackling is going to be at a premium for sure. Yeah, well, and I agree. And we and we talked about that, Wolf, right? Yep. I mean, you've watched the film. I've yep. seen the film. And <clears throat> it, it's nothing spectacularly over the top. Now, they will test you with Brandon Ayuk um, over the top. So that's something you do have to kind of be on your P's and Q's. Um, you know, there's no more Richie James there who used to be a burner for them. Um, but Ayuk's still very capable of doing that. And so... You know, a lot of a lot of window dressing, a lot of a lot of extra accoutrements on the salad, so to speak, with with the crossing routes, the shallows, the behind the wheel routes behind, the screen game, tight end and running back screen. Every everything is east west, not north south. Um, the north south comes, like Patrick said, after the catch. Like that's the yak is what they really focus True. on. And so, you know. Tackling is going to be at a premium, especially lateral tackling, right? Mm-hmm. Because guys are going to be shifting and trying to dip, duck, and dodge, perform the five Ds of dodgeball to make sure you don't tackle them. So you have to be a sure Quan Alexander tackle, like hey, in Tampa Bay. Exactly. I'm still going to, so. I'm still going to say it because it was a legal hit in my mind. It I'm was. Say that hey, you and I, we are both copacetic and, and of the same mind yeah. as far as that goes. Give him his money back, NFL. That's what I say. Give it to him. Yeah. The man owes it. No doubt yeah. about it. I think I think right. we should make a protest, you know? That, yeah, we should have a we, silent we should have a silent sit radio in. <laughs> hey, what did what did Jimmy Buffett say? What did Jimmy Buffett say? What's that? I'm mad as H E double hockey sticks and I'm not gonna take it anymore. <laughs> there we go. 
How you yeah. go, exactly. How you go so, sister, but, you know, okay. you know what's uh, interesting? I think me, a lot of people have said that line, but I've been thinking of Jimmy this yeah. week. Let me let me yeah, let me good. say this. Do you remember you were in Jacksonville? Was it who was it that was it Deshay that jumped a route right at the end of the game and took it back for a touchdown? And he talked. Uh, it was one of the corners or safeties. I can't remember which, but it was down in Jacksonville. And he, he talked about the sign coming from the quarterback to the receiver. It was a tell. And he saw that, and he broke on it, and it, it all worked out perfectly. It was a pick six and won the game. It's, it's funny because that, that had to be somewhere in the early 2000s, I would think. You know, somewhere well, in that yeah, area. We, yeah, we, we did have some good battles against Jacksonville. Yeah. It was down in Jacksonville? Yeah, it was in Jacksonville. Okay, and it wasn't the Ben Fever game, right? The Ben Fever game, uh, where Ben played in the Fever. We oh. we, we practiced. We, yeah, we practiced yeah. with Charlie all week, and then Ben's like, "No, I can do it." He had like a hundred and three degree fever, yeah. hundred and two degree fever, and we're like, "Dude, you're sick. Just, just it's okay. You're sick." <laughs> no, I can do it. I'm like, he's like burning up the yeah. entire game, and we're oh, already in man. Florida. So, um, no. Or you know what was it? Oh, you know which one it was. It was it was the night game we played against them. Yeah, I think that's it. Was it was the night game, and I want to say that was oh f- five. I don't know. It was around there, but all I remember yeah. was I think it was oh five when we were down there. Yeah, whoever it was said I saw the hand sign, the tell, and that's you know again that was uh, that's huge that you could pick that up. He had picked it up during the game. And then he saved it for that one moment when he needed it most, and the quarterback gave the sign, and he boom, he jumped that route, man. And it was really something. But that's kind yeah. of that's what Pat Peterson's talking about to a degree. Yeah, he, he's talking about it to a degree. Now I didn't play the clip, but you know he also he also shot his shot and said when I get the when I get the interception we'll talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like, ah, it was so good until you said that. Don't Babe Ruth it just yet. Absolutely. No doubt about it, man. So now now we're going to be looking for a Patrick Peterson interception is pretty much what's happening right now. Yeah. No. We're going to be looking for Unquestionably so. Hey, that's now a new storyline, Wolf, for Sunday's game. Add it on the list. (laughs) Exactly. Because you know what? Brock Purdy responded to it. He had something to say about it, and it, it was more of the yeah. I don't really know what to say type of thing. But he wasn't yeah. trying to put up any bulletin board material, you know. Yeah. And, and that was smart. Yeah. You know, there's no sense of getting to a, you know, back and forth like that on the verge of uh, coming into Pittsburgh. Well, and here's the thing. Brock Purdy also threw some subtle shade in this, Wolf. Let's, let's, not, let's not totally disavail him of any wrongdoing here. Yeah. Right? No, no, no. Yeah. Did, you, did you read the the full quote they said to hearing about that? Okay. He said, yeah, I really don't know what to say about that. I mean, he's a good player. Patrick Peterson's a great player. I grew up watching him and everything. <laughs> I was obviously from Arizona. He played for the Cardinals and stuff. So, yeah, it's a competitive nature of football. So, we'll see. You know Why what? do you have to throw in that he, you know, that he, he's like, I, I grew up watching him. That, see, that's, that, that, that's ageism right there. It's an ageist comment. <laughs> well, here's the thing. He starts up and goes, Patrick uh, Patrick Peterson's a good player. I mean, he's a great player. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like he, he caught himself like. Yeah, just he caught of, himself like, ah, don't, 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 <laughs> give, don't give it to him. Good. No, great, 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 great. Change yeah, great, that. Great. Strike that from the record. <laughs> Strike the good. 
put in great. It's one extra letter. I know we can fit five. This isn't X, right? This isn't X. I don't have a 140 character limit. So let's let's just change that. We can add the extra letter. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt about it. That's exactly what was going on, my friend. Oh man. Well, he 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 he's they're both gonna have to answer. That's like I said, new storyline alert, new storyline <laughs> in this game. Yeah. It's not just it's not just TJ Watt versus Nick Bosa. It's not just last year's quarterbacks, the first one drafted versus the last one drafted. It's not just Offensive lines, who can who 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 can who can who can crack the defensive line wall first? You know, it's not about um what's our other storyline? Oh, can, you know, will Najee Harris return to form and split carries, blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah. Him and Jalen Warren, blah, blah, blah. Um, you know, how do you know George Kittle not playing in this game potentially? Uh what else? Uh, we have um Oh, oh, the two uh, apex predators. Who's gonna Who's right. gonna be the top I dog? I said that. Oh, did I you say that? That was the, that was the first one. I said Bosa versus Watt. Oh, I'm sorry. I was looking Come at the on. screen. No, we got calls coming. He's in. too busy looking at all these calls rolling this, in over here. Man. Oh, we got calls galore. All right, all right, all right. Well, you know what I'm gonna do here? I'm gonna break so that we can make sure that we can get to calls. All right. In the next segment, Wolf. Okay. How about that? Sounds so good. You are inside the locker room. Wolf Starks Wesley is in there as well, and we'll be back in a minute. ESPN and SNR Radio. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio, presented by your neighborhood Ford store. The F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, yeah. One o'clock Sunday. The San Fran boys are coming in. Right? It's the San Francisco treat. Let's see if we... we, uh, I want to see T.J. Watt have a career season opener. You know? I want Cam Hayward. Who's going to win? Who's going to get the bet? The bet is James Harrison at 80.5 sack record. Right? You know you got to have a little something going on between Cam Hayward sitting there at 78 and T.J. Watt sitting there at 77 and a half sacks. It's got to be a little bit of, I don't know, dinner or something between the two. Who's going to set the sack record for the Steelers? So I got a lot of stuff going on here, Max, but before we do any of that, we're going to bring Everett in the locker room. Everett, you are in the locker room, and let's hear what you got for Sunday. Hello, well, Everett. good morning, guys. How are you? How are you? We're great. Doing good. Good, good. Well, uh, let me first off um, give my condolences to Wesley on his mountaineers going up to <laughs> Happy Valley. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. it's, been six, it's been six days. I blacked it out of my memory. Don't oh, you? okay. Hey, Everett, we love guys that come in the locker room swinging. You know what I mean? <laughs> Shots fired, right? Shots fired, brother. Okay, well, uh, as far as the, the Steelers go, I'm super excited about uh, this season more than I have been in a few years. So I'm hoping for a, a great game against San Francisco. I'm going to say 24-21 in overtime is my prediction. Ooh. We win. Ooh, very so, nice. Everett, how do you see this going? What you know? What's going to be the big keys to the game? I – I, I'm hoping that our offense can keep up with their offense. I, I know the defenses are what's being talked about, but 
I got a feeling that San Francisco is going to be able to score, um, and I just hope we're, we're able to keep up with them. And that's the big key to me is our offense scoring. Beautiful. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. I mean, I mean, do 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 you feel positive about what you saw in the preseason? That this I, can I do. Continue? Yeah. I do. I I you know it wasn't against first stringers most of the time, so that's somewhat of a an, a cautious optimism there. But yeah, I really I just hope that you know they have enough confidence in Kenny. I really think he's the answer, and I, I just hope they have enough confidence to to really open up that playbook this year and put it all out there on the line because, you know, if we just, if we hold back, we're not going to, we're not going to make progress. Exactly. So, and ever yeah. let me leave you with the words of the late, great Thunchilkin. If you can't okay. beat up the stiffs, you are the stiff. Okay. They beat up the stiffs. You know, that's the only yep. thing you can do. If you're going to play, if they're not going to play their ones in preseason, then you better beat them up, and that's what they did do. So it just lets we you sure know. Did. Yeah, we ain't we ain't got no stiffs on that number one line. All right, the number one offense. And the other thing is, if you want to be the best, you got to beat the best. So San Francisco is one of the best. Very good. All right, Absolutely. guys. Thank you, Everett. Appreciate it. Yes, All sir. right, we're gonna keep rolling on here. We got Ozzy. Ozzy, you're in the locker room, brother. How you doing? Good. How are you guys doing? Doing good, man. Absolutely. Doing great, bro. I got I got so hey. much coffee going down here, it's like crazy. I'm telling you what, man, I am amped <laughs> up. I'm ready to headbutt Wes, okay? <laughs> hey, I'm ready to headbutt, head, headbutt all three of you. <laughs> after, I love after, it. After the ah, you're talking, after baby. The three, after, after the three uh, preseason and just the depth that Omar Khan and Tomlin and everybody and Weddle have brought, this year, I mean, I'm excited. I, I, I haven't seen this much depth since the 70s and the 90s. Mm -hmm. And then 2005, -ish. I mean, I, I'm excited with the talent they got. And, the, I mean, really weaknesses, if we get some injuries in the secondary, that scares me. But but uh, about the uh, Raising Canes, you got to get double butt, butter both sides of that Texas toast, man. Just, just, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Now, tell Ozzie, about it. Ozzie, tell Ozzie about is from Wolf. Kansas, Midwest, so he knows all about all right, that Ozzie, and Canes, baby. You're speaking the language of love yeah. here. What, what, tell me about it. Definitely, um, it's about an hour drive for us every time we go to Oklahoma. We, we, that's if you want, if you don't want to go somewhere and sit down or something extravagant or whatever, high dollar. That's a quick, quick meal, and that's mm. our favorite. Mm. Uh, the chicken fingers or whatever you want to call them doesn't have a lot of breading. It's a light crust, and then you add the the sauce. Definitely, it's it's our favorite. So What's the you, sauce like? It'll be I, worth it, the wait. Yeah, people it's, talk uh, about the sauce. Ozzie speaks slowly into Wolf's ear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, he hey, Wes, congratulations right on your two little ones. I don't think I had a hey, chance. Hey, thank to you. I appreciate that. that. We're we're low on yeah. sleep, but having a lot of fun. Yeah. Hey, I, I want to ask you, or you guys that covered the last preseason game. What was your first thoughts when their coach didn't – he didn't play any starters, but he called three timeouts at the end of the game. What were you guys thinking? I'm wanting to get home, right, or, oh. or something worse than that. Oh, absolutely. I'm like, what is this guy doing? <laughs> Tell him, Max. It's, it's already late at night. My feet are hurt. You know, I, I got a post-game show to do. I'm like, what are – 
What are what are we talking? You didn't start your starters. What are you expecting at this point? Max like also had yeah. Max also had two Chick Fil A sandwiches that he was waiting to wolf oh, down yeah. as well. That, so that, that is true. <laughs> hey, hey. Shouts out to Wesley Euler for snagging those at halftime up in the press box. Thank you, Wes. Uh, but you know, I mean, it, it's like it's like what what are you doing? What what, what are we doing? We're, we're 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 hustling backwards right now. We're hustling backwards. Did he play professional ball at all, or is he just a just a up and coming coach through whatever? You know, oh, I just Arthur's, thought maybe no, the first he, thing I thought was how many times did he get concussed? Did he get concussed as much as Wolf or what? That's what yeah, I was thinking. Yeah, no, not even close. I mean, he, he, he's the son of the Home Depot magnate, uh, you know. So, I mean, he he, de- he definitely got, got probably got that job because him, his dad and, and Arthur Blank are good buddies. But, yeah, uh, yeah, they're, they're, yeah, no, it's, it's not because of his, his skill set. <laughs> yes, sir. Oh, hey, I, I think uh, – I think the interior one at Benton or Hayward is going to get the first sack. They said that the interior offensive line uh, for San Francisco's uh, weak, probably their weakest point. Yep. So yep. Yeah, and they have one. They're going to double fish? team well, or triple team TJ. Let me let me tell you this: when you when Aaron Banks, the left guard, gets down his stance, he's going to hear. He's the pigeon. That's <laughs> when. <laughs> yeah, you do a better pigeon, Max. Yeah, <laughs> you guys know what the scoop is on Cam? Did he just what's going on with his stomach or whatever? Yeah, we don't know. You know, I I just got a feeling. Uh, I I look, the the guy's tough as nails. He's tougher than woodpecker lips. I uh, you know I just imagine yeah. him being in the lineup. That's all. Yeah. You know, no, nothing hey, little modium or Pepto can't can't fix. Yeah. Hey, one other little nugget. If Dan or if. Tomlin ever retires, I want Dan Campbell for our new our next head coach. I yeah. love that guy. That, you know, that was an impressive performance last night. Let me tell you, he's brought those Lions a long ways from where they were. But, yes. Ozzy, uh, we got to run, brother. Okay. Hey, Good thanks for you. Have, I'm looking for a great season. Love you all. Absolutely. Love you back, bro. Thanks, you betcha. Steelers you, Nation, come in alive. We're going to take your calls and more. When we come back, Max is up. And I got to get off the coffee here. We'll be back with more. Wolf yeah. Starks and the Ninjas. Okay. <laughs>